thoughts, ideas, people, caravan maintenance, trundle beds. What's that plastic thing doing down there? Shut up, Renee. Quiche. Niche. Niche's quiche. Hey, oh my god, it's so good to be back. It's so good to be back. I'm back in your ear holes, cradled like a little fetal ear hole, baby. I'm a little earworm burrowing into your ear hole. I'm so, um, I'm good, I, I good, I good. Um, it's been a few weeks, sorry, I went away. Um, I was on holiday, but I was also, um, quite boringly, but in a good way, um, readjusting myself to a new medication for me mind, for the betterment of my brain. So I had to go away and do that because it, it, it can be a bit full on and, um, yeah, and I was being a little bit naughty. I was having a few little drinkies as well, but I'm back on the wagon. Is it when you, you're off the wagon when you, hang on, you're off the wagon when you don't drink, aren't you? You're off the wagon. Back on the wagon is when you are drinking. So I'm off the wagon. You know, off the wagon. Off the wagon. No more flagons. Um, anyway, so yeah, I'm going to try and keep that as long as I can because it's not good for me whole. Um, not me asshole. Oh, by the way, my, uh, here's a, here's a coccyx update. Um, I think it is a slight fa fracture. That's, that's all there is to it. But it's getting, it's getting better. Anyway, so I'm, I'm going to stop singing it. It's so nice to be back. I hope you guys are good. I hope you had a really nice break if you got one. If you didn't get a break, I hope you got another break coming up at some point. Um, I, I was overseas for a while, so I was in Bali. Don't judge me. Um, God damn it, it costs a lot of money now. Sheesh. Well, uh, um, and also we overstayed our visa and got charged. I'm not going to even say how much money we got charged because, um, my mother-in-law will be listening in because mother-in-laws always listen in. They always like, they're always sniffing around, aren't they? Always bloody sticking their fingers in holes. Get your finger out of my hole! Um, anyway, so yeah, yeah. Anyway, we got charged a stupid amount of money at the airport. Basically, they threatened me with uh, going to jail and pulling my wife and toddler daughter off the flight. It was really scary, actually. And you had to pull money directly out of the machine, dodgily. Um, anyway, it was, it's just it's just the way things are, isn't it? It's just... That, I, I, can't, I can't imagine how hardcore the Australian government would be if um, an Indonesian person overstayed their visa. They'd probably be bloody banished to Manush Island. Sorry, which, which island? What's it called again? Manu Island? What is wrong with me? Manush Island? This is a really sad island where bad things happen. Manush. Ah, oh, Jesus. Hang on, I have to stop the podcast and uh, hang on, I have to look this up. Mm, Manus. What an idiot. Manus. Um, anyway, I can't believe I had to stop the podcast. How how long did I go then without having to bloody... T t three minutes. I hadn't even gone... I hadn't even gone three minutes. I had to stop to bloody check something that was in my brain. But that's what my brain does now. Um, anyway, I hope, you, yeah, I hope you're feeling great. I hope um, things are good. I hope it's going to be a good year. It's not like everyone can have a good year. Someone's going to die. Uh, George Pell just died. That's good news. 
Um, take that as you will. You either love that news or you don't love that news. I mean, I mean, I'm take, trying to take um, some type of joy in um, the fact that someone's dead because it's sad if someone's dead and you know. But it's you know, there's some really he did some bad shit. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, that's that's not where we want to go with this podcast. It's not political. So let's get out of there. Let's stop thinking about George Pell's death and the things he did or didn't do. Can I get in trouble for that? I don't know. Um, anyway, hey, speaking of getting in trouble, oh my god, my Oh, I love my little girl. I love her, but I've had enough. This holiday break has been, oh my God. She's getting to it, but she's my best friend in the world. She starts school this year, and this is why we went away. Um, also, my wife's starting a really big job, so we're not going to be going away at all in 2023. So we're just like, let's go have a big time in Bali. It was great. There were monkeys everywhere. Monkeys jumped on our heads. Um, what else we ate? All the weird, great foods. Oh, not even weird foods, just great foods. Padang food. Oh, so good. That's the Javanese, um, I think it's East, is it East Javanese? Anyway, it's, uh, Javan food. Javan? Aren't they from Star Wars? Anyway, you can see my mind's, uh, back to its usual state of just bloody slip sliding all over the place. Um, yeah, she's, look, I love my little girl, but she's really giving me the shits at the moment. She knows she did a long car ride to Woi Woi, and I don't know why there was, but there was a can of Bagon. Um, the bug killer in the middle console, but it was like in the back bit. And just during the whole car drive, she kept, I couldn't hear her spraying it. And I kept, I kept smelling the bug spray. She was using a big toe to spray the bag on through the car. We almost passed out and had a bloody, uh, had a car accident. It was awful. Anyway, she's doing that type of stuff. And she's very clingy with that at the moment. Um, the whole sandwich routine, I just don't give a shit anymore. She can just have any, any sandwich she gets now because it's just getting too hard. Um, and she eats the same sandwich forever. That's it. She's 36 years old, still eating the same sandwiches. That's, that's who she is. And who am I to begrudge her what she wants? Um, unless it's, you know, unless it was a fairy bread sandwich every day. I mean, it's not, it's an avocado sandwich. It's all she eats with butter. That's all she, all she'll eat. And she'll humor me sometimes. And anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't even want to go there. It's giving me bloody flashbacks to last year. But anyway, bless her little cotton socks. She's uh, off to school. What does that mean, by the way? Why would you bless someone's cotton socks? That could be a deep dive. That could definitely be a deep dive subject um, in the next few weeks. Blessing cotton socks. And taking the cake. Well, no, what, you really ta- no, you can't eat your, you can't, you can have your, you, you can't eat your cake and have it too. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't have your cake and eat it. Well, yeah, that makes sense actually, doesn't it? Because you can't have a cake and eat it because then you wouldn't have the cake. But it does become part of you, so you're, it, you become part cake. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I will look into bless your cotton socks. I think that will be... Um, yeah, I think that's worth looking into. Sayings and expressions and phrases. I've got a great one this week, by the way. I'm back on board um, with Nisha's quiche and I've put a bit of effort... I'm not, I mean, I'm going to say a bit of effort into this. I Someone emailed in the idea and I read it. So <laughs> that's what I did. And I'm on tour. I'm heading to Wyong. So Wyong is on the central coast. That's where... I think there was a nail gun attack there the other day. Some idiot um, walked down the street with a nail gun, um, firing it off. I don't know whether he hit anyone, but um, that's the wild streets of Wyong. Next Friday night, uh, January 20, I will be deep down in the central coast, uh, catching the train up as well, like a little bogan boy. Um, just so I could sit in the train and think, think about my show and not worry about traffic and uh, tradies going too fast around me and my... I'm driving Nana's car at the moment. It's a little hatchback. Um, and I thought to myself, no, I don't want to do that. So, um, yeah, anyway, so, uh, yeah, heading to Wyong, the Wyong Arts House, if you are in the neighborhood. 
and I'll be trialing some new material, some classic gear. Just some. I just want to get me um me legs up again. Me legs. I just want to get a little bit little bit punch and match fit to get ready for um for Adelaide Fringe and Melbourne Comedy Festival. Also, just if you are in Melbourne, and you want to come to the show during Comedy Festival. I'd get on it quick. Those tickets are going nutso. Oh my god. I feel like a bloody, I feel like Tommy Little or some cool contemporary comedian on the project that just sells lots of tickets. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so the Melbourne shows are selling really well, which is amazing. Um, Adelaide, no one buys tickets before the show, so they just rock up. Oh shit, did I, was I meant to get tickets? Um, anyway, so yeah, if you want to see me in Adelaide and Melbourne, brand new show. It's called Content. Content? Am I content with content? It's, um... I don't even know what it's about, but I'll tell you a couple of the su- uh, the subjects. One of the one of the songs is called "Lacerated Anus," um, which is not as scarless as it sounds. It's actually about artisanal soap. What else we got there? Um, uh, uh, I thought of Uber first. Anyway, I'm not going to give it all away, but there's some very very good ideas. Very good. What's that one? Is God? What does that mean? Anyway, I've got a list here of all the things I'm writing at the moment for the show. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. It's just sitting down on my weird medication, writing my new show, just thinking about my life, uh, preparing to get my daughter ready for school. Because I'm basically solo dad at the moment because my partner, my tennis partner's uh, off working, and her job's ridiculous. So she works really, really long hours, and uh, so basically I'm the I'm the I'm the homebody, which I love. I love being man. If I could be a stay-at-home dad, I would, but she wouldn't let me. Um, but yeah, she, uh, that's what I'm doing at the moment is just, uh, looking after the little one, the little one, bless her cotton socks. Oh, bless you little bloody cotton socks. Um, yeah, that's what I'm doing at the moment, which look, I, which I have to say, I really, really do enjoy doing. Um, okay. Let's get into some stuff guys. Um, oh, here we go. Here's some doodle bugs. I've not heard this in ages. Now it's just a little piece of music that I'm sure I'm not getting in trouble for playing. Um, but I used to have a joke about this. It was about pubic lice, um, crabs. Oh, by the way, I went to the, um, I got severely sunburnt yet. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'll tell you. Oh, shit. I just hit the mic. I'll tell you after the doodle bugs. Let's get into it. Doodle bugs. It is cute, isn't it? Doodle. Bu- I mean, it's a better. It's a better name than crabs. You know, like oh, what have you got? I've got crabs. Oh, what have you got? No, I've got doodle bugs. Um, hey, speaking of crabs, I uh, had a wonderful day at the Maroubra Rock Pool yesterday, and I met properly my my, my, my a friend of mine, um, his partner. Anyway, she was amazing with uh, with Luna and took her down and they picked up starfish and uh, touched sea anemones and sea cucumbers and you know, all these sorts of stuff. And it was it was really, really lovely. But I got severe, I got stupidly sunburnt. I just didn't really, like an idiot, like a dumb 18-year-old, I just didn't put, I just didn't feel that it was gonna, anything was going to happen. And if you've uh, seen a picture of me on social media um, that I posted, boasted and posted today, God, I'm sick of posting and boasting. Oh, look at what I'm doing. Boast and post. Bo- click, click, boast and post. Um, social media is doing my head in. Is everyone just going to switch off soon? I mean, it's the only way I can be connected to a lot of you. I'm very lonely, guys. I'm a very lonely person. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm, that's one of my new... It's not even a New Year's thing. 
it's uh, one of my things I would like to do in the future is be a lot more social. Um, I've got lots. Of, I've got lots of friends. Not heaps in comedy because comedians. Bloody, but I'll be honest with you, they're pretty shit house people. It's all narcissism and ego, I included. So I hang. I've got my childhood friends and stuff like that, but they all live in Adelaide and Melbourne. I live in Sydney, so I am going to get out there. And that's what I'm thinking is going to happen at school. So when my daughter goes to school. I will then um, like meet the parents and hang out with other parents. I mean, it sounds like I'm forcing myself into friendships, but uh, I think that's the way friendships evolve. You're not always with the same people your entire life. You have phases and certain friends uh, are suited to a certain time in your life and then you move on to other friendships. Anyway, I'm going to friend around, um, which is kind of like slutting around or, or sleeping around. I'm going to bloody, fr I'm going to snuggle around, little snuggle. Hey, I'd like to bring back the word poof. Um, I don't know whether I'm going to get cancelled for that, but it's just a great word. Um, and not, not with any connotation to uh, homosexuality, just poof. It's just a great, I mean, a foot poof is great, but my, uh, my Luna, I call her my little snuggle poof. I'm like, get over here, you little snuggle poof, which I'm sort of going to cause some type of problem in the playground. It's just such a great word. Magician poof. Anyway, it's a great word. Um, I don't know whether I should be trying to fight to take it back. It's just a great, it's just, and it looks really fun. It's got poo in it. Oof, off, poof, po, poo. Poof. Anyway, um, if you'd like to cancel me for that, get in there. Get in line. Get in line. Um, all right. Great um, deep dive today. Really, really fun one. So I'm looking forward to getting into that one. I actually really did read it. So this is going to be good. <sighs> um, what else is going on? Oh, I've had some issues with... Uh, I'm having issues with strata in my house, my uh, my block of flats. Oh, by the way, I didn't tell you guys I was on holiday for a while because I live kind of, I strangely live in a kind of a block that's strangely a bit public. So my kitchen window opens up onto a semi-busy street and a lot of people like will toot horns as they go by or just walk past and yell out to me, which I kind of love and hate. I kind of I hate it, but love it a little bit. But I don't. And I thought if I was on holidays, um, a person who really hates my comedy might come and rob me. So um, I lied. I lied. I didn't. I didn't lie to you. I just didn't tell you everything. I actually did one whole podcast in Bali, but I didn't mention that I was in Bali. How cheeky is that? It sounds like it sounds like really untruthful. But I just I got really I get really paranoid about stuff like that. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So I'm having issues with Strata, which is really fun and boring at the same time. But it keeps you on your toes, doesn't it? You got to bloody you got to have someone difficult in your life, just causing little problems, getting in your ear. Ah. Oh! Don't do that. Change that. Oh, don't do, shut up. Don't be don't be noisy in the hallway. Children can't be heard. Anyway, bore. It's bore, really boring, but that's life. And you know what? It's fair enough. You, you live in a shared space. Noise is going to happen. But yeah, you got to monitor that stuff. It's just boring. It's so boring. It's not like I'm getting upset. You know, sleeping downstairs. There's plumbing in the walls. You know what I mean? So there's someone upstairs, and they'll use the toilet and do a shit. And you know, I'm laying laying in bed. And the plumbing's behind the wall where my head is. And that shit's literally whizzing past my head in the middle of the night. It's not like I'm complaining about that. Anyway, some people are just difficult. Some people are just difficult. Um, yeah, anyway. I'll probably listen to this podcast and bloody try to do something as well. Jesus Christ. People, people are bored, aren't they? Hey, speaking of not being bored, Mike Cannon Brooks, Mike Cannon Brooks, Mike Cannon Brooks got back to me. No, he didn't. Um, Mike Cannon Brooks, if you're out there, if you're listening, Mike Cannon Brooks, Mike Cannon Brooks, um, I think I've got a great investment for you. It's called thesillybillywalk.org. Thesillybillywalk.org. If you want to go to the website, um, it's Billy spelled like Billy Eilish with an IE. Um, get in there and check it out. It's a really, really terrific idea. 
as to inspire people to remember to focus on their inner child and remember what it is to be a kid and an idiot. It's the important part of life is play and child mode and being silly. I've been banging on about this stuff uh, on stage for years and now it's coming to fruition. Um, I actually spoke to a really cool guy, Chris, who was helping me out with um, looking at grants and operations, how to open stuff. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's happening, guys. So I'm, I'm going to go for a soft launch in March. I think it's going to be March 19. And we're going to do a, uh, a Silly Billy Walk in Sydney. And you can join in if you're you know, out of Sydney. You can do it anywhere. Um, I know I've got li listeners in the Netherlands. If you want to do a Silly Billy Walk on the 19th of March, go out there and do it. I cannot stop you putting on a wig and a silly dress and walking the streets and saying you're doing it in the, in the spirit of being silly. I can't stop you doing that, so if you want to do it, do it. But if you want to do it properly, we're going to do it, uh, I think in Marrickville at Henson Park. We're just going to head there and just march around and there'll be megaphones and dancing. I'll try and get a DJ happening. It's going to be good. Going to jump up around and with, with dogs on the stage. And I've got a little monkey um, that I'm going to bring out and I beat him into oblivion with a stick. I smuggled him back from Bali, um, from Ubud. So I, I brought back a monkey in my backpack. Uh, I'm going to get him out and, uh, yeah, do, do some... Uh, awful things to him um, put him in a little ballerina skirt just like an old like old fashioned monkeys remember the olden days where they smoked cigarettes and stuff and went off and rode bicycles that's a monkey um, I don't stand by anything I just said then but um, the Silly Billy Walk is happening uh, 19th of March there'll be a yeah just a really fun one on social media that we'll just get out there and yeah check out the website by the way if you are big business if you are the guy who owns Bunnings head in there uh, sorry head to the website read it Look at what it stands up for and think to yourself, oh, you know what, I'm going to get involved in this. Speaking of Bunnings, I was there just the other day um, getting some stuff and um, I saw a really lovely moment between a really burly kind of blokey uh, tradie and the guy, really lovely little effeminate fella, I'll just say, who was working in the cafeteria. And it was just a really lovely moment where they were like, you know, he was being really polite to him and it was nice. And it was just like, yeah, God, 15 years ago, that just wouldn't have happened. It just wouldn't have been like that. We were just such a backwards... I mean, we still are. There's still massive problems in this country with, uh, you know, sexual oppression and racism and all sorts of stuff. And anyway, so, um, yeah, all the all the obias and isms. And uh, anyway, it was just a really lovely moment. Because back in the day, a tradie... And I used to write... I had a joke about this years ago, which was like... Um, where a tradie was just like too embarrassed to order a cappuccino because he didn't want to say cappuccino. He'd be like, oh, excuse me, can I, can I have one of those fucking fluffy coffees with the chocolate shit on top? And it's like, oh, you know, you know the one, it's all bloody, it's all foamy and stuff and it's delicious and there's lots of sprinkles on top. Are you talking about a cappuccino? Fuck, I don't know what it's fucking called, mate. I'm not saying that fucking word. And then they're like trying to order a bowl of soup. Like, hey, mate, just use a bowl of that fucking hot, wet shit in a bowl. Do you mean a bowl of soup? I don't know what you call it, mate. you got some fancy fucking word for it. Anyway, sorry about the uh, the language there. But yeah, it was just a really nice exchange. And it, you just go, oh, things are changing. That's nice. I didn't expect that to happen because I was waiting to get um, a snack for Luna. And um, by the way, the, the they should just serve sausages the whole time there. Because the selection at the cafeteria is awful cafeteria it doesn't need a cafeteria anyway it's just like you can't you, bunnings you can't be a destination you can't be all things to all people it's not like um i mean even like ikea that you sit there and i know people go there especially for the meatballs and i know people go to bunnings just for the sausage and bread then just keep the sausage and bread get rid of the cat no one's a muffin no one goes to bunnings and goes oh i'd really like a muffin you know that they go there they get some timber oh and they go, oh bloody 
I'm, my, my blood sugar's down. Quick, I'll pop off and get myself a, a cookie with Smarties in it. That's just not the way. A coffee makes sense. If you've got coffee there, they should have free coffee at Bunnings. Just free filter coffee like in America. Shit coffee and a sausage man. Put a sausage man in the... They've already got the barbecues there in the barbecue section. Just fire one up and just do some random barbecue sausages. Then split the profits between the people whose charities come in on the weekends anyway. There's extra money there. Always have sausages. Then it is a destination. It's a hot sausage destination. That's the thing. You can't be like, you know, McDonald's with the McCafe. Don't add the book, the book cafe. I don't know what I'm talking about now. You just don't fuck off your Bunnings Cafe. And once again, for people overseas, uh, sorry, if you need to try, it's like Home Depot or BNQ if you're in the UK. Um, it's basically a big hardware store um, that you really shouldn't be able to get muffins at. Okay, it just doesn't make sense to me that you get a muffin next to your timber and, and garden fertilizer. Like it's actually, the one that I went to, it was very, it was perilously close. It was in the gardening section next to the fertilizer. That's dangerous as far as I know about explosives and bombs and cappuccino machines. Isn't there like pressure in the valves of the cappuccino machine and then maybe some garden fertilizer? That's bloody, that's a ticking time bomb at Bunnings. Anyway, I'm not trying to put you off Bunnings. And by the way, if you'd like to, uh, if you'd like to get in contact with me, Bunnings, and help me with the silly billy walk, um, that'd be really, <laughs> that'd be really nice. Uh, okay, let's um, let's do some serious stuff here. I'm gonna do some shout. I don't. I mean, I don't like calling them shout outs. I also hate saying big ups. I heard that on the radio just before. Someone was big upping everyone. I was like, don't big up them, buddy. Leave leave them alone. Uh, what have I got here? Uh... Oh yes, Fran Franzoni sent me a really lovely message. Keep the emails coming. It's uh, Sam at niche, Sam niche as quiche at gmail.com. Sam niche as quiche at gmail.com. Sam niche as quiche at gmail.com. Uh, send me any messages, any dreams you want interpreted, um, any ideas for deep uh, deep dive topics, uh, any feedback. If you want to have a go at me, bloody just do it on there. I don't care. Uh, and what else we got here? Uh, yeah, Fran Franzoni said, please keep doing the Italian accents. Fran Franzoni! Oh, what do you do? Um, Fran Franzoni, and she said here, she, P.S. We love Dolmio. No, she didn't write that. That's, that's racist. Uh, Josh Phillips, thank you. Rowan Welsh. Uh, oh, thank you, you sounds of Sam Legend. He sent me all the files for the old podcast I had, so I'm going to crawl through it. Um, Johnny the Doc Creatus. Johnny the Doc Creatsis. Uh, Michael Richards, once again, you've been a great help, mate. You're a lovely fella. Uh, he was trying to help me out with me coccyx. Uh, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I um, went down a children's slide in Bali and damaged me coccyx. Uh, I think it was a fracture. There was no way to tell. I haven't been to uh, get an x-ray when I got back because it's just like, it feels like it's getting better. Certain angles and certain times, certain things I sit on, it hurts, my coccyx. Um, I got a pair of barbecue tongs and I was shoving them up my anus yesterday. That really hurt. Um, but yeah, there's certain things really do damage my coccyx. But thank you very much. He pointed me towards some weird type of therapy, um, which looked a bit dodgy. And I was like, well, I don't really, really want to do that, Michael Richards. Um, Chris Stevenson, who helped me with my grants. Thank you so much. Uh, okay, here we go. Here's a lovely message. And I'm going to not say her name because she's a kindy teacher. It says, hi, Sam. Thanks for continuing to make your podcast. It makes me happy. Well, thank you. Uh, since you're looking for people to do shout outs for, because I'm doing little shout outs for small businesses and ideas, even if you've got like a school fate or um, you've got a garage sale, contact me. Um, send me an email, samnichesquiche at gmail.com, and I will read out your news. Anyway, or even if you've got some news, maybe it's a proposal, 
for a business plan or a proposal to a lover, uh, I'll do it for you on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, since you're looking for people to do shout outs for, I thought I'd throw my hat in the ring. Oh, don't throw any in my ring, me coxic certs. Uh, I'm, in a, I'm in a secret band with my friend. I can't have my name attached to this project because my day job is teaching piano to preschoolers. Fair enough. Um, I'd be eternally grateful if you gave a shout, a shout out for our first single on YouTube called "Where." Oh, hang on, on YouTube, we're called the Jesus Bugs. Okay, uh, like those water skipping bugs. Ah, oh, that makes sense because Jesus walked on water. These bugs walk on water. Jesus Bugs, and our first song is out. It's it, uh, our first song out is called. Who's going to bring the drugs? Oh, fair enough. You don't want that um, if you're a kindy uh, piano teacher. Anyway, the, song's, the song is set in a fictional time where an asteroid is plummeting towards Earth and we're all going to die. So we're planning a last party to celebrate. It's a happy song. Okay, that's great. I might attach that at the end of this podcast, I reckon. Um, I'll rip it from YouTube. I know the torrent rate won't be good. It won't sound as great, but you'll get an idea of it. Um, and you can maybe head to YouTube and look up the Jesus bugs. I'm sure there's not much under the Jesus bugs. Don't just look for who's going to bring the drugs because that's going to be... Um, there was a great film, an Australian film set in Perth that was all about that. It was a massive party happening um, in, per of all places, Perth, uh, where an asteroid was about to hit. Anyway, it was very good, well directed. Anyway, uh, she says, I hope you like it. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Thank you. This was from a few weeks ago. And uh, right back at you. Okay, well, I will play that for you. You know who you are, so I'm not going to say your name. All right, I've got some other thank yous here and some other messages. Today's world is full of things, but where did they come from, and how did they begin? Sam Simmons, The Precise History of Things. Sandals. You know, sandals are an open-toed type of footwear consisting of a sole held to the wearer's foot by straps or thongs passing over the instep and around the ankle. But hey, don't worry, it gets way more exciting than that. It doesn't matter how fat your ankles are because they also make sandals for fat people with fankles called fandals. You know, lots of celebrities love to rock the fashionable sandal look. Like you may have heard of Jesus. He loved a sandal, but never socks and sandals because, hey, he's not a German or a pervert or even a dodgy geography teacher. Dodgyography. Coincidentally, when Jesus was a baby, three perverts rocked up in sandals bearing gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. You know, still to this day, no one even really knows what myrrh really is or was. Hey, apart from the sound a French cow makes, myrrh sandals. You know, some say the three perverts actually came bearing gifts of a $15 brushes gift voucher, a packet of incense sticks and a Garfield mug. And according to legend, the incense sticks were actually sandalwood flavour, which is coincidentally what sandal perverts get when they've got a foot fetish. Yeah. Sandalwood. Sandalwood. So in conclusion, I thought I'd try out this sandal jazz, so I went to the chemist and bought myself a pair of sandals. Subsequently, after wearing them for an entire day, I got blisters on my feet, which looked uncannily like stigmata. Which is weird, because Jesus wore sandals too. Sam Simmons. The Precise History of Things. Here's a, here's a lovely message from Leon. Uh, Leon writes, Hi Sam, love your work and hope life is treating you good. It is. Thank you very much. Um, you know, I'm, you know I, I'm, I'm in debt. A lot of money. And by the way, that wasn't barley. That was my, my partner's... That was my partner's treat. I've still got my massive ATO debt. Yay! Because he didn't make it in America, did he? 
He spent all his money there. Anyway, um, all right, here. Is there... Uh, oh, listen to this. That's prophetic. Prophetic? Prophetic. Prosthetic. Um, by the way, if you can... Can you hear that? I don't know if you can hear that reverberating bass outside. So I've moved the podcast down into the basement. And um, because I live on the cusp of the western suburbs of Sydney, there's some bass in some of those cars out there. Oh, that's shaking the windows. Can you feel it? Oh, who's driving that, mate? Who's bloody driving that? I've got me bloody... I'm playing some bloody uh, totally addicted to bass, mate. Um, anyway, God, what an old reference that was. What an old man song reference. God, he must be at least be playing some Jason Derulio. Anyway, uh, anyway, this is this is what Leon writes. Is there any way I can just pay a twelve month uh, a month Patreon thing up front? And I was just talking about being really poor. Anyway, I'm not trying to nudge you. Uh, and no, you don't have to do that. You can just pay three bucks a month if you want. That'd be really nice. Or you can like, you can do a no, a one off donation in there. But you know, I don't want to bloody look. I haven't done the podcast for a few weeks. I don't want to just be sniveling up to you for, on Patreon. But um. Yeah, if you'd like to, that'd be, I mean, that'd be amazing, but you don't have to. But, uh, and if you do want to contribute on Patreon, it's just a coffee a month if you want. And that's nice. I like that. You're shouting me a coffee a month. I'm in your ear holes uh, once a week. And uh, by the way, this is straight through. I did go off for a little bit and that's because I, um, yeah, I was trying to get my head right and stuff. Anyway, he's got, he's got a dream here for me to uh, interpret. Fantastic. More dreams. Send them in. Here we go. Uh, it says, not to brag here, but I've always had a decent strength. Uh, what do you mean? Inner strength? What? Oh, right. No, strength, strength. Uh, not to brag here, but I've always had decent strength without much effort. Sounds like a brag, but it isn't. When doing yoga, you're meant to use a technique, use technique and skill and whatever to get into the poses, but with some, I find it easier just to muscle into them, <laughs> which isn't the right way to do it. I kind of think I know what you mean. So instead of, yeah, if you, you wouldn't force your knee up behind your head, you kind of, you have to get stretchy enough to be able to do it. Yeah. So you don't force it. Um, anyway, I recently had this dream um, that I was in some kind of outdoor amphitheater or something and it had been raining and it was really muddy. Um, I met this hippie couple and their hippie couple there and for some reason I was trying to impress them with my yoga skills but I couldn't hold uh, or get into the poses because it was really muddy because you're all slippery. You're all slippery and muddy. Were you naked? That'd be all. Oh, imagine naked yoga. Yuck. That'd be foul. Just gaping assholes in front of you doing the down, downward dog. Oh my God. Ghoulies just flapping around. What's the hot Bikram yoga? Hot, sweaty ghoulies just flapping around on the yoga, ma yoga map. Yuck. They should do yoga and yogurt. Anyway, that's kind of like mud wrestling. Oh, all right, it's getting weird now. All right, so anyway, so he was all muddy and he couldn't get in the poses. And then he's written, uh, WTF, what does that dream mean? Um, I honestly couldn't give a shit about what some random hippie couple think of me. Well, I think you do. I think you're in fear of loosening yourself up to new experiences with people who you wouldn't feel comfortable with naturally. You need to open yourself up. You need to, you need to get on the yoga mat na naked and gape your anus <laughs> at, at a couple and wink at them. Wink at them with your sphincter and go, hello, I'm over here, I'm loose. I'm me and this is who I am. So just loosen yourself up there, Leon. Um, get your trunks off, um, wink your anus at a, at a lovely hippie couple and I think you'll feel better. I don't know what that dream means, but I think I did get there. I think what it's trying to tell you is you need to loosen up um, figuratively, not um, physically. But also physically as well, because you, you don't want to pop your hip out. 
doing a downward dog, my friend. Anyway, it says, uh, love the podcast, keep up the good work and stay smiling. Thanks very much, Leon. See, that's good stuff. That's good advice. Just keep smiling. Keep, uh, mind you, that's not, it's not a great thing if you're not feeling well, but um, yeah. I mean, it is a good thing. Uh, this is what I do. If I'm feeling shit sometimes, I or I have a negative thought, this is what happened in Bali, okay? So I actually did get a little bit, oh, I'm not feeling very good in my, um, my heart and soul whilst I was over in Bali. I don't know why. Maybe I was just uh, away from everyone and my partner was really busy working on her job and uh, Luna was playing with kids and stuff. And anyway, I was just by myself for a bit and felt very alone. And I started getting a little bit like, oh, and I started having negative thoughts. And do you know what I started to do? I started to go like this, no! Just no, saying no really loudly in the street to myself, like a mad person. Um, and I am mad, and I'm quite happy to be mad. I am men- I'm a bit mental, and that's fine. Um, and I would just stave away the bad thoughts by saying no, because it is, it's a spiralling thought. Um, this is three, uh, free therapy for you, well, secondhand therapy from my psych, um, which is spiralling thoughts and CBT therapy. But I just stop myself from having the thought going, oh, I'm doing it again, I'm spiralling, I'm going to the... No! So whenever I feel that negative thought about to come on, I just talk myself out of it. Get out of it. No, you don't need to do it. Anyway, um, yeah, so yeah, keep smiling, Leon. All right, here we go, guys. This is from Rob. Um, this is brilliant. So Rob, he wrote, if you're on the hunt for a deep dive topic, have a squeeze at this wiki page. It's the most outrageous thing I've read in a while, and I did. It is brilliant. So this is our deep dive niche topic this week. Are you guys ready for it, people? Let's go. Korean boy. Nasubi. 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 Or Nasubi? I think it's Nasubi. Nasubi. This is about Tamaki Hamatsu, who was challenged to stay alone, unclothed in an apartment for Susunsu. Depna Shonen, which I mean, I think that, okay, when you, this is obviously Japanese, well not obviously, it is to me, I know it's Japanese, but I think that maybe, is it wrong? Let me know if you're Japanese, or if, sorry, if you're from any other country, is it okay to really try to pronounce the words to sound Japanese? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if I was to say, like, if I speak Italian, you know, like, buongiorno, come stay, bene grazie, le non chiamare grazie tu. I think if I put a bit of Italianness into it, it's better than not. So I'm trying to put a bit of Japanese into it without making it sound like I'm doing a parody of a Japanese. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Maybe that's this is wrong. Anyway, so he was on a show called, or he was cast in a show called Susuno Depta Shonen, a Japanese reality television show on Nippon Television, uh, after winning a, a lottery for a show business related job. He was challenged to enter a mail in sweepstakes until he won. 1,010,000 uh, US dollars in total. So what this is, sweepstakes means uh, coupons. So I guess if you open up the Herald Sun or the Daily Mail Rara, and there's coupons in there that you can chop out and you get like something, you know, uh, $200 off lightning blinds or something like that, Rara. Those type of coupons, Rara, or food coupons, whatever. I think food stamps in the US is a thing. So I, obviously this is a bigger thing in Japan than it is here. So basically he's been challenged to go in there, okay? Now I'm gonna set up exactly what he had to do because this is awful. What they did to him is awful. So he was sent into a house, okay? So, sorry, it was an apartment. He started with nothing, including no, no clothes. So this is for a TV show. He's got no clothes on, much like I was in LOL. Uh, he's cut off from the outside uh, world and communication and broadcasting. He had nothing to keep him company except the magazines he combed through for sweepstakes, for coupons. 
After spending 335 days to reach his target, he set the Guinness World Record for the longest time survived on competition winnings, which I didn't even know that was a, as if that's a thing. Anyway, Tamaki lived in front of the camera with only, only the possessions he won via the coupons, um, save for basic utilities such as running water, heating and electricity. Um, anyway, so, and the stacks of postcards and magazines required for entering the coupons. Due to his nudity, an eggplant cartoon graphic covered his genitals. Now, this is 1998, people, so I reckon that's the first eggplant penis emoji. That must be. I can't think there would be another one. And that's also, that's how he got his nickname, Nasubi. Um, Nasubi is a Japanese word for eggplant. The nickname was chosen due to his... 37 meter long, what? 37 centimeter long face that was said to be shaped like a Japanese eggplant. Oh, so his head looked like a jet eggplant and they put a picture of an eggplant on his doodle. Well, there you go. Anyway, that, anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, this is not the point. So, Tamaki believed that he was being recorded and the show would be rebroadcast re later once the footage had been gathered. In reality, God, this is awful. The experiment was being live streamed with footage compiled and re-aired each week, complete with sound effects and, uh, you know, noises like, wah, 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 you know, I imagine it would have been because it's, um, like the Japanese love that stuff. That sounds really wrong, but their TV is very, very camp and lots of sound effects. Remember Takeshi's Castle? It's fun stuff. They basically turn it into a 24, they basically turn it into a 24 hour, seven day television show. And they, oh my God, they had a guy using a live joystick to cover up his genitals. Oh right, so there would have been a slight delay and a man's there with an eggplant emoji. God damn it, the technology in 1998 was okay. At first he received no food at all. Oh, that's awful. Drinking only water and losing weight. Eventually he won some sugary drinks from uh, coupons. Later he won a bag of rice. But having not won any pots or containers in which to heat it, he was forced to eat raw rice. This is cruel. Goodness me. And after devising a makeshift heating container with a discarded bag, he was able to cook the rice uh, by placing it next to a lit stove. However, canned and kibble dog food became his primary food source for some time after running out of rice. That is so mean. Anyway, after winning a stuffed toy in a sweepstake, he carried on conversations with it as his sensei, as it was the only sort of interaction. That's like he's Wilson. That's his volleyball. Um, he also won other prizes uh, that he was unable to use, like movie tickets and a bicycle. Uh, anyway, he then later adapted that into a stationary bike. Then he won a television set. He was unable to use it. There was no cable. Then he won a PlayStation and won one copy of one game called Train Simulator. Uh, and he got the controller to go with. That would have been boring. Anyway, so by this time the show had become so popular within uh, Japanese households that people were starting to decipher the location of his flat with paparazzi fans and even the press standing outside without Tamaki uh, knowing it. As such, producers were forced to procure a new space far away from the original location. He was transported blindfolded and upon uncovering his eyes, he discovered a similar living space along with all his previously won possessions. When he questioned if he had completed the challenge, he was instead told uh, the change of space was for his new address to bring in more luck. As such, he continued writing coupon entries with a large chair and a desk becoming his first acquired items in his new space. Anyway, however, he was moved into yet another space after a long streak of misfortune in his entries. In this new space, anyway, he got a TV uh, with a VCR. I, I imagine he would have got a few tapes. After winning a set of four car tires worth um, 84,000 yen, he closed upon his goal. So he had to make enough money to reach 10,000 US dollars, which he finally achieved with a bag of rice. Anyway, 
335 days after starting. Oh my goodness. After being informed of his victory, he was given back his clothes and blindfolded and taken to a surprise location. Tamaki happily went along believing he was going to get a special prize for his year of hard work. After they removed his blindfold, he found himself in South Korea. What? He was given a day, oh, I was given a day at an amusement park where he was able to enjoy Korean food. This is great. And ride on the park's multiple attractions. Mike, imagine that being locked in a room naked, not being able to eat, and then being blindfolded and just being released into, I imagine an empty amusement. I imagine there wouldn't have been people there. And just riding like roller coasters by yourself. God, your head would be destroyed. Anyway, um, however, after finishing, he was taken to another apartment where he was once again asked to take off his clothes and challenged to empty sweepstakes again, the coupons to win enough money to afford a flight to Japan, back home. Oh my God, this is awful. However, Wintermaki uh, quickly met his goal after several weeks of entering competitions. It was revised multiple times, first to afford a business class ticket and then a first class ticket. These goals were also met in a matter of weeks when he'd won enough to return to Japan. He was blindfolded, clothed and taken to another apartment. Oh my God, this is awful. So they blindfolded him from Korea, put him in another apartment Oh no, oh, hang on, when they when the blindfold was removed, he looked around and instinctively started taking his clothes off. <laughs> Expecting to continue the challenge, however, the walls of the apartment fell away to reveal he was actually in a TV studio with a huge live audience. Oh my god, Tamaki was confused by this because he thought the show had not been broadcast yet. The entire ordeal lasted about 15 months, ordeal is right. Uh, during which time his diaries of experience became uh, a Japanese bestseller. That's good. T the TV show broke all records with 17 mil million views. I hope he's all right now. He reported being hot and sweaty wearing clothes for the first six months. <laughs> That's really fascinating, isn't it? Because I guess we weren't really built to wear... I mean, we had to wear clothes because we were in cold climates, but we don't really have to... Anyway... Um, and he had difficulty carrying on with conversations for a long time. In April 2020, Tamaki tried persuading people to cooperate with a self-disciplined stay-at-home order during COVID. Oh my God. After the rigors he went through in order to become a famous comedian, Tamaki was unable to succeed in the variety TV world. Jesus, this sounds like my life. Instead, he became a local talent in his native Fukushima. Good Lord. That's me. I'm going to be doing trivia nights in Marrickville forever. Um, as well as dramatic uh, as a dramatic stage actor, founding a... Oh, anyways, he became an actor, which means he wasn't really. That is absolute... That's tragic. What a, what a story. Thank you very much, Rob. That is absolute... What a niche. What a niche story. I love it. Okay, I want more of this. So if you can find one for me, um, you don't have to. Like, I'll find them for myself as well. But uh, I do, uh, that was that was an amazing deep dive. I really, really enjoyed that. Thank you very much, Roberto. Roberto, thank you very much. And a really big thank you to all my pals on Patreon. Um, thank you so much. And if you, yeah, if you just put in, uh, there's a link with the podcast anyway, but, um, you know, if you can spare $3 a month, you can spare a coffee a month and help out a struggling clown. Oh, clown for sale. Clown for sale. Ah. Uh. I don't like being a clown. I, I want to elevate myself to something higher. What's above clowns? Jugglers. Yeah, it's jugglers, then drummers. Jugglers, drummers. Below clown would be actors. Actors are shit. Things that shit me.
when you accidentally spill a hot bowl of soup in your lap. Yes, hello, Campbell's Soup Complaints Line. Yes, hello, I'd like to make a soup complaint, please. Alright, go on. Um, I spilled my soup in my lap. Well, was it relaxing in any way? How do you mean? Well, you know, like warm liquid is generally very relaxing. No, it was very hot, I was scalded. Okay, well, did you read the heating instructions on the side of the can? Yes. And was it still too hot? Yeah. How hot? Really hot. Heat hot or spice hot? Heat! Okay, I see. Just jot that down. Can I ask you a personal question? Go on. How did you administer the soup? What do you mean? Well, how did you eat the soup? Well, nor like out of a bowl with a spoon. I mean, how else would I eat it? Well, uh, some cultures eat soup differently. What cultures eat soup differently? Some cultures drink it directly from the bowl. Some cultures might use a straw. The fuck uses straw? I don't know, the the moron people culture? <laughs> well, I'm might definitely do that. not a moron. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did spill soup in your lap. Oh. So, maybe you should use a straw in the future. Yeah. I don't know. Can I ask you another personal question? Go on. What clothing were you wearing at the time of the incident? Just little shorts and t-shirt and whatnot. So, was it hot? The soup? No, the weather, because you were wearing shorts. Yeah, it was hot weather. So then why were you eating soup? Shit! Shit! It just felt like soup, okay? Okay! Just calm down, alright? Look, what, what color shorts were you wearing? I don't know, what do you mean? What color shorts were you wearing? I guess they were like a greenish blue? Green or blue? Answer the question. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Pick one. Green or blue? I don't look, I don't know. Just what color were they? Pick I, a color. I don't know the color. Tell me the color. Okay, okay. I'm colorblind, man. I'm colorblind. Is that okay with you? I'm colorblind. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Oh, this changes everything. So, um, how long have you been a colorblind? Ever since I was a little boy, I've... I've never seen the color yellow, mainly. You've never seen yellow? Never. Oh, shit. I know. So, like, if I was just kind of standing there wearing a tight little linen sundress that was yellow, like, what would you see? Just like, like a blank space and then arms. Like, you, would I be naked or you would just, no. I just wouldn't be there? Just, you wouldn't be there, just be like arms there in a blank space where yellow was. Like, clear or like, just... It was just nothing. Which is like nothing. Oh, like, like there's nothing. Yeah, it's kind of see-through, but not... Um, I can't see under the dress. What about know? a banana? I've never seen a banana. Oh, never seen a banana? No. I, this is such a sad story. I'm, yeah. And look, about this whole soup thing, I'm... I'm I don't know. I'm just I'm being kind of a dick. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Sometimes I'm just an asshole and... Is that Brian from Ferrero Rocher? Yeah, it is, actually. Hi. Well, it's the other part of the job, because Campbell's Soup is a subsidiary of Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. So, here I am. Yeah, okay. Well, uh... Look, I better leave you to it. Yeah, I, I better go too. Oh, oh, and uh, Sam? Yeah? I just wanted to say, um... I think you're brave. Shut up. Stop it. I just, I think you're brave. Shut up. Stop that. 
And you sound like you look great in jeans. There you go. That was the first niche quiche of 2023. Um, I hope you had fun. I hope you enjoy. I hope you still like it. Um, I'm gonna look. It's just gonna get better and better and better. Um, make sure you book a ticket to a show if there's one coming up, or get on Patreon if you want. You don't have to. Just keep listening to the show, and please send me an email if you want me to interpret your dreams or go into a deep dive. Anything you want. You want me to um, publicise your local school fate? I'm up for it. Just hit me up at samnishesquiche at gmail.com. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. If you've got any problems you want to share with me, you can also email me as well. I mean, I can't counsel you one-on-one. I have spoken to a few people who have emailed me. Um, about all sorts of different things from vegan whoppers to bloody depression um, anyway I will I will get back to you so anyway have a bloody wonderful week here's a little final thought for you oh what was that little birdie outside Do you hear that little bird that's a nice end to it there's a little birdie squeaking at me you little bastard um, anyway lots of love to you have a wonderful week bye why not try writing a children's book called Marcel the very, very angry French catamaran, I'll start you off. Once upon a time, there was a very, very angry French catamaran named Marcel, who one day, quite deliberately,
my God, yes. That was Who's Gonna Bring the Drugs by the Jesus Bugs. Check it out on YouTube. The clip is weird. I loved it. Bye. Thank you.